When's the last time you heard someone say, I'm a blogger? Probably like five or six years ago, am I right? In the olden days of the early 2010s, what we now call influencers were then called bloggers because at the time, the main way to be a professional content creator was through a blog. Now in 2020, I often get asked by clients or followers, is blogging dead? Should I start a blog or is it not worth it anymore? In this episode, we're going to talk about my own journey with blogging, what benefits there are to blogging, even in the 2020s, and whether or not you should start one. Let's go. Welcome to the Creator Club Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Steckley, YouTube creator and creative entrepreneur. The Creator Club podcast is a workshop style show dedicated to teaching creators and entrepreneurs the best strategies for social media marketing and content creation. Whether you're into Instagram, creating on YouTube, trying TikTok or producing podcasts, this show is made for you. And because here at Creator Club, we believe in teaching everything you know, and the community is more important than competition. This club is open to everyone. Come and join us. Before we dive into the content of this week's episode, I have to give a shout out to the reviewer of the week, Clarice Gomez. Clarice writes, awesome podcast. Katie, host of the Creator Club podcast, highlights all aspects of marketing and more in this can't miss podcast. The host and expert guests offer insightful advice and information that is helpful to anyone that listens. Thank you, Clarice, for this very, very kind review. I appreciate it so much. It always puts a smile on my face when I see a new review from a listener. So thank you so much for your kind words. If you want to have your review read on next week's episode, then my friends, you're going to have to go write one. Just head over to the Apple Podcasts app. Maybe you're already here and go to the Creator Club show page. Scroll down till you see, write a review and tap on that and let me know what you think of the show. And if you wouldn't mind giving me a five-star rating, I would appreciate that too. Ratings and reviews are really the number one metric for podcasts to indicate their growth. And I really want to make this show as helpful and effective as possible. And the more listeners we have, the more time I can dedicate to making this a really useful resource for all y'all. So I would really appreciate those ratings and reviews. And yeah, just keep on listening too. I, I just, I appreciate any engagement that you offer with this show because it's pretty much a labor of love for me. And I feel like we've got a really cool creator club community here. All right, with the review out of the way, let's get into the episode. So the big question that's on everyone's mind, is blogging dead? I'll just give you my answer straight up. No, it's just evolved. Let's be honest, blogging is not the same that it was in the early 2010s when we had those icons of the blog world. I'm talking like cupcakes in cashmere, the blonde abroad, Chiara Ferengi, right? That's that Italian girl's name. I'm probably butchering it, but you know who I'm talking about. All those bloggers that really got famous in the fashion world and then ended up being invited to all these fashion shows and whatever. It was very glamorous, very exciting. It's different. It it just is different now, but blogging still exists and there are still benefits to it, which we're going to talk about today. What I will say is though, blogging The main difference is that any successful blogger is not just going to be a blogger. 
you need to supplement it with social media. And nowadays it almost goes the other direction. Back in the day, you would start a blog and then you would create an Instagram to go along with that blog. Now you start an Instagram and then eventually create a blog to supplement your Instagram content. So it's just interesting how the importance of social media has really shifted in the past decade or so. I mean, I think that's pretty obvious, but I guess I just wanna emphasize that blogging is not over. It's just very different from when it first got started. So that being said, what are the benefits of blogging? Like, why would you do it? The first one is search engine optimization or SEO. If you haven't come across this concept before, I'll try to explain it very briefly, but basically the idea is this. There are people online searching for things. They're typing in things into Google and trying to find answers to questions, solutions to problems, whatever kind of content their heart desires. And people find blogs and other kinds of online content through Google. And so the really good thing about a blog and writing long form text content is that it's very good for SEO. So let me just compare this to like a YouTube video, for instance, there's definitely still SEO around a YouTube video title description tags. That's why it's so important to write that stuff. But when you just talk in a podcast or a video, like on YouTube, then Google isn't getting all of the words that you're saying because it's it's an audio file, right? Like their search is not complex enough yet, we'll say, to troll through everything that you're saying in the video and then be able to have that appear in, in search, like except for through the auto-generated captions, I'll say. But the point is, if you write like a 2,000 word blog post, that's 2,000 words that could then help you rank in Google search. And the reason why Google search is so important is because Google is the biggest search engine on the planet. Everybody is using it every day and it gives you access to a massive audience that could find your content. And writing long form blog content is one of the best ways to get yourself plugged in to that search engine and have people start finding you. The other benefit of blog content, especially in the way that is now so often produced in the 2020s, is that it is evergreen. More so back in the day, people use their blog kind of like we use Instagram now for like daily updates, like here's my outfit of the day, or the weather was dreary on Tuesday or whatever. People don't really write blog posts like that anymore. More so blog posts are now how-tos, tutorials, recipes, roundups of products. It's kind of more so searchable and evergreen, which makes sense because that's the main benefit of blogs is you can put content out there and it can keep on driving traffic for you until the cows come home. Do people say that? Is that a country thing? My people say that, but it means for a long time. Okay. That's what that translates to in everyday people speak. I'll give you an example. I have a blog post I'll admit I don't have many. I don't exactly have a thriving blog. This is something I do wanna work on in the future, but I have one blog post about how to start a YouTube channel, even if you're nervous about it or whatever. And I keep on getting traffic to that. That's the number one thing that's driving traffic to my site. And I wrote it over a year ago. So that just goes to show how significant that can be to your business. If you post an Instagram post, it's not gonna do anything for you a year from now. Let's be honest, but if you make a blog post, it can keep on serving you for many, many months. Here's the other thing, and this is a little bit more abstract, but it's something that I think is important when it comes to content strategy. A blog can act as cornerstone content for you. 
Now, what is cornerstone content? I'll be honest, I just came up with this term now, but it, it means something to me, so I'll explain it. It's like a big piece of content that you can create and then use to create a bunch of micro content for other platforms. So I'll give you an example. For some of my clients that are on YouTube, they primarily make YouTube content, that's their main thing, and then we cover their other social media for them. So their YouTube is their cornerstone content. We take their YouTube videos, we turn it into IGTV videos, we turn it into Instagram posts, we turn it into Pinterest content, and that allows us to develop a whole content strategy of micro content from their YouTube, which is their cornerstone content. For some people, it might be a podcast. You create one podcast episode, and from that, you can create a bunch of other content like quotes for your Instagram, video previews for IGTV, etc. And that's what's so great about a blog is it gives you a starting point for your strategy. You can pack a ton of value into a blog post and then you can take snippets from that to build out the rest of your content. It's a really efficient way to create content and also to tie in all your different platforms together because if you you know, take a quote from a blog post and make that into an Instagram graphic, then you have the potential to then drive your Instagram traffic back to your blog or bring your blog to your Instagram. Like there's a lot of really great opportunities for cross promoting there. And it just makes it faster. Like when it comes to the content creation world, we're all desperately trying to come up with things to say and stuff to post. And when you have a strategy that uses cornerstone content and micro content, that kind of a system, it can just make it a little bit more streamlined and efficient. And and also consistent. Like it just all comes together nicely when you use that approach. So those are all the main benefits to having a blog. There's good search engine optimization. It's evergreen. It keeps on serving you many, many months after you make the original post and it can act like cornerstone content, which can aid in the rest of your content strategy development. So there's obviously some benefits to blogging, but is it for everyone? Let's really get at the heart of this question is, should you start a blog, right? That's probably why you clicked on this is because you want to know if it's right for you. In general, I would say, yes, starting a blog is a good plan, especially if you're trying to supplement the current work that you're doing on Instagram or wherever. Because the thing about being on Instagram in particular, having a blog can give you a little bit more credibility. And that's maybe not necessarily a a fair thing or a right thing because there is a lot of work that goes into Instagram content creation and, and being successful with that. But a blog gives your content a place to live in the long term that you own. You own that domain. You own that content. It's not like it could get deleted randomly. Like, you know, stuff happens on Instagram and sometimes stuff gets deleted or stuff gets shadow banned or whatever. And on your blog, you have the power over that content. So it gives you a little bit of professionalism and credibility and a place for those big pieces of content to live. And then it's also like a place where people can access a whole library of content of yours that is searchable, unlike your Instagram posts. So it can be really great to pair with an Instagram strategy or other platforms as well, like a podcast or a YouTube channel. You could definitely pair a blog with either of those as well to kind of augment that cornerstone content strategy and also to aid in SEO so people can find you. So even though, yeah, blogging is generally beneficial to people who have the time for it, of course, that's important, but who specifically is blogging most beneficial for? Like if you're listening to this, like, okay, Katie, but like, should I really start a blog? Like, is it worth my time? This is who I think it helps most. Instagram creators 
want to be able to grow with some evergreen content. Let me tell you, if you're an Instagrammer, you are probably frustrated with the lack of discoverability, trying to game your hashtags as much as possible to reach new people. You're probably trying to use reels to reach a new audience. That's all good stuff. But SEO, nothing matches it when it comes to just how much it works for you while you're sleeping. Like you get yourself set up well with some good keywords, a good title and all that stuff. And then it just keeps working for you without you having to put so much effort into it. So I think especially for Instagram creators, you'll see a lot of benefit in the strategy of blogging because you kind of put the work in once and then you let it work on autopilot for you. It's a very different approach than Instagram. The other group of people that blogging can be beneficial for is if you're nervous about YouTube or podcasting because of the technical stuff with it, then starting a blog might be a little less scary. Here's the thing. When it comes to starting a blog, all you got to do, and this is what I would recommend doing, is sign up for Squarespace. You can get a free 14-day trial and then you pay like 12 bucks a month for it. And it is so easy to use. They give you templates. Listen, anybody can do this. You don't have to be intimidated by the technical side of it at all. It walks you through it. And then all you need to know how to do is type. And obviously, hopefully write well, you know, the the writing side of it's important, but you don't have to know how to use a DSLR camera. You don't have to know about microphones or how to record audio that's good quality or how to edit audio or how to create an RSS feed. You don't have to worry about any of that technical stuff, which you might find intimidating about YouTube or podcasting, but it still gives you those same benefits of YouTube and podcasting, which is the SEO, the evergreen content, the cornerstone content thing. And it's just a little less scary. The other group of people that blogging would be good for is if you like to write, of course, right? That's important. Like if you are interested in the evergreen and searchable content thing and you're like, yeah, maybe it's not the technical stuff that intimidates you. Maybe you just don't like filming videos. Maybe you just don't like editing audio, but you really like to write. Then a blog would be a perfect fit for you. The other side of this is if you really love creating beautiful photos and you like to write, which is kind of like, the perfect Instagram duo, right? Like a lot of people that are successful on Instagram, those are kind of their two favorite ways to create. That is exactly like blogging. So it works really well. And it's a great way to use those talents in a slightly different format than Instagram. Now, the other group of people, and I've been saying these as like different groups of people, but but really the ideal blogger is somebody that like fits with all of these things or maybe like a couple of them overlap. But the last thing is, you like to read blogs or you like to read online articles. In my opinion, the best creators are always avid consumers of the content they want to create. Many years ago, I remember watching a Vlogbrothers video with one of my favorite authors, John Green, and I remember him saying that to be a good author, you need to do a lot of reading. And I think this is something that many people would agree with, right? You learn how to write well, by reading well. And the more you consume content, the more you're familiar with the culture and rhetoric of that particular format, that's how I've become a YouTube creator, is by watching other people's YouTube videos. That's how you learn how to create good content. So I think the best bloggers are going to be blog readers. So keep that in mind. Or if you are thinking about starting a blog, start reading some to get a sense of of what a good blog is like. Okay, so you've decided maybe blogging is for you. This is something you want to pursue. Let's talk about how you can make blogging best work for you. 
First of all, you want to create evergreen searchable content and remember to promote it well on Pinterest and any other platform. So let's break that down a little bit. Like I said before, back in the day in the blog world, people did used to make more sort of timely content for blogs, but now it really has shifted more towards that evergreen searchable stuff. And it's because it helps you grow. It works well in Google search. So just try to think about stuff that is the sort of thing people might be searching for and might continue to search for week after week, month after month. Think about your most frequently asked questions. What do people always go to you for advice on? Those are the kinds of blog posts that are going to really perform well for you. And then also post them to Pinterest. Pinterest is a really great tool when it comes to growing a blog. I feel like that's something that many of us are familiar with. And it's not that hard to do really. You just need to get like a free Canva account and start making some cute graphics with the title of your blog post and then make sure you link your blog post and bada bim bada boom you got some Pinterest traffic. I mean it takes time and dedication and good design but really if you are feeling like I can start a blog then you are feeling like I can do some Pinterest marketing. It's really going to be beneficial to you. The other thing that's going to be helpful is using those high value posts that you're creating as your cornerstone content to generate other content for your socials. It's going to make your content strategy development just way more streamlined, and it's going to help you promote your blog on your existing social platforms because you can share a quote to Instagram and say, this is from my recent blog post, go check it out or or whatever. It helps with that cross platform promotion. And then of course, When the blog that you're making really speaks to your target audience and encourages them along the journey of moving from a follower to a customer, that is really going to help your overall social media goals and business strategy. So that's just to say, make sure your blog content contributes to your business model and is connected to your niche. And it will help not only with your social growth, but also with your business growth. And that is a short and sweet episode about the power of blogging and who it's beneficial for. I hope this gave you a little bit of insight into the world of blogging. It is not dead. It's definitely alive. It's just in a slightly different form now. And I think it's a form that might be beneficial to you. So I would encourage you, if you're thinking about it, it's really not that hard. You can start your own blog literally today. You can get a free Squarespace trial and I sound like I'm sponsored by Squarespace and I wish I was, but I'm not. (laughs) I just truly love them. And it's just so easy to use. And I, I think that you will also have fun with it. There's something fun about starting a new platform and giving yourself that freedom of expression in a new content area that is just very exciting. So let me know if you're thinking about starting a blog. I always love to hear from you guys that listen to the end of the podcast. And thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the Creator Club Podcast. If you listen to this entire episode, I want to know who you are. Send me a DM on Instagram at Katie Steckley so we can chat. Do you want to be part of the official Creator Club? You can join my Insider Squad Facebook group by going to katiesteckley.com slash club. I'd love to see you there. Finally, if you're looking for more value-packed content like this, check out my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash katie. Go to my channel and search Instagram hacks, and I promise you won't be disappointed. If you want to hear more episodes like this and support this show to continue, 
please leave me a review in iTunes. It really helps me out. And you just might get featured on the next episode as the review of the week. Leave your IG handle in the review so I can give you a shout out. Again, thanks so much for listening. And as always, I hope you are having adventures and following your dreams. And I'll catch you next week, Creator Club.